Hello and welcome to another episode of Stop the Clock. We are on episode 11, and this is the big one. It is Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow, Super Bowl 56. Probably the most highly anticipated game of the sports year, and easily one of the most hyped up and anticipated Super Bowls I think we've had in the last couple of years, for sure, just from the thousands of awesome storylines in this one that even the halftime show is getting some unbelievable hype. That's going to be crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited for it. We got two very good teams. For the first time in a while, two teams who I don't really care who wins, I'm going to be happy either way. Yeah, I, I think we feel the same way, and I think it helps that we live in L.A., um, and that's the case. So, like, you know, if the, if, if the Rams win, L.A. gets the party, you get, it, you get your own Super Bowl parade, and that's great. And then on the other side, you have the Bengals. And, I mean, what a story they've been this season. So, I mean, it's like, how can you not root for both teams? Obviously, we're going to get into more of an analytical perspective of, you know, kind of the outcomes of the team. But let's just start off with the Bengals, Sam. I mean, yeah. I mean this is a team that really – I mean, at the start of the season, I don't think people had them even being the top three in their own division. No, a lot um, of people had them last, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not even scathing four wins. Um, and now they're here in the Super Bowl. Um, Joe Burrow, in his second year, but first true full year, because obviously he left last year with the catastrophic danger, and he got awarded with the Comeback Player of the Year um, over this past week. So let's start with the Bengals. Sam. What, what, just looking at the Bengals, and, and what, what, what do you like? I mean, there's a lot to like. This is one of... I, with the exception of the offensive line, is probably one of the most complete rosters in football. It's very good top to bottom. Offensively, you have weapons on weapons on weapons. Of course, there's three receivers, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. You got really good guys. So I just I want to get into some keys to the game for the Bengals because there's, there's going to be a lot here. So let's start offensively. I think probably, and I mentioned this before, there are a crap ton of storylines <clears throat> in this game. I think by far the biggest one that I've heard talked about has been the pass protection for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's been the story the entire postseason. And really, starting last year with the draft and then not taking Panay Sewell, of course, that's been justified with Jamar Chase. However, it's a problem. I mean, they've allowed 12 sacks in the postseason, which leads all playoff teams. They got demolished by Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry in the divisional round. Of course, you still had Joe Burrow, who was able to clutch it out, pull it out, and get the win. But this is like... You're taking the two – like, it, it's, a, it's a perfect matchup for the Rams and an awful matchup for Cincinnati because they have to play A.D. Von Miller and Leonard Floyd. So I think pass protection is critical in this game. And I think you also have to get your stars the ball, stars, i.e. Jamar Chase. I mean, we see what happened in the first half of the AFC Championship game. Jamar was getting double teamed. They couldn't get the ball to him. I think he only had two catches. And the Bengals' offense only had 10 points as a result, and they were down 11 going into halftime. Um, however, they schemed him open. They got him going. He had a big second half, and the Bengals were able to come back. It's We've seen throughout the season that when Jamar Chase plays well, so does this Bengals offense. Um, however, of course, the Rams on their side, they have Jalen Ramsey. He's going to be on him, I'm assuming, most of the game. So you also, it's okay, though, because you also have other stars. I think they absolutely need to abuse the other cornerbacks, whether that's Nick Scott or Darius Williams, with the likes of T. Higgins and, Joe, and uh, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, we'll, we'll obviously get into the Rams and kind of the defensive things they have going. But, I mean, starting with what, what you said, I think, obviously, you got to get your offensive rookie of the year, your playmaker, uh, Jamar Chase, involved early. Um, and whether that be not your 50-yard bombs or that be, you know, maybe your jet sweeps or just short drag routes, you know, just getting him involved early, making him feel comfortable. Because 
I mean, I mean, the big thing for a lot of this Bengals team is experience. I mean, they, they have not been in any sort, sort of Super Bowl atmosphere. I mean, Zach Taylor, he's had a little bit when he was the quarterback coach with the Rams. Um, but besides that, I mean, yeah, Burrow's been a national championship. But as big as that is, this isn't anywhere of what the Super Bowl is and, and the type of atmosphere that's in it. And so I think just getting guys comfortable early. I mean, that's that, that, that goes not only with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. I think those are two guys – that we've seen this season, this postseason, and you know, we talked about it heading into the AFC Championship, where it's like, okay, guys like T. Higgins, guys like Tyler Boyd need to show up, and T. Higgins had himself a hundred-yard game against. Yeah, Kansas. no, he was their leading receiver. So I, I, I think you know, getting all three of those guys involved early and just getting them comfortable, I, I think that's the the biggest key for not, you know, shaking off the nerves early and just and just getting in your typical rhythm, um, especially for the Bengals um, with with such a young and inexperienced team. Yeah, I mean, I like what you're talking about, just like whether it's jet sweeps or screens. I mean, we saw in the Tennessee game, they just threw a screen pass. Simple wide receiver screen, Jamar yeah. Chase. He was able to take it like 60 yards or something like that. So yeah. it's just getting the ball in those guys' hands that's going to be key. And really, I think you, don't try and force it. You have three guys that can make plays. And we've seen in various games this season, like in the Kansas City game, that's all Jamar Chase. In a game like Baltimore, you have T. Higgins going off for 200 yards. And then even in a game versus Denver – Tyler Boyd had a great game. So it's like you can rely on three very good receivers here. And I think just you don't have to press the issue as much. However, I think getting the ball into their hands is important. You can't just say, let's just run, run, run. No, you got to get the ball in their hands. Let's move on to the defensive side for the Bengals. Oh, good. Well, I'll, I'll finish up right before you switch over to the okay. defensive side. Um, I, I, and, and you kind of said it, don't, don't force things. And I, I think that comes with time of possession. I think if the Bengals, they early on, they need to have these long drives, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with getting a 50 yard touchdown. I mean, hell, if, if Jamar Chase gets open <laughs> for 50 yards, you're, you're going to take it. But these long drives is really what's going to keep Stafford in the offense on the sideline and really tire out this defense. Exactly. And, and the guy specifically is Aaron Donald. You want to tire that guy out. Is it possible to tire him out? I don't know. I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's a freak of nature, but as, as much as you could tire him out and him, Leonard Floyd, and, and just that front seven in general, I think that's going to be key. And, and obviously it's going to open up the run game for Joe Mixon later on, Absolutely. but let's, let's go to the defense. Yeah. So I think the, the, the keys, I have two keys here for the Bengals defense. Uh, number one is generating pass rush without blitzing that's what I said. with the, without blitzing is key, but I mean, the biggest story all week, as we've mentioned, has been the Rams pass rush and how it's going to affect the game. I think the Bengals' defensive line is getting sick of it. They're like, hey, we got some dogs on our side. We got Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, who I think was by far the best free agent signing of last offseason. Larry Joby's been great. And they need to generate pass rush without blitzing, though. I think they can. It's just if you start to blitz, guys, Matthew Stafford this season is by far the best quarterback against the blitz. He has a 15-to-1 touchdown to interception ratio against the blitz. Of course, we saw blitzing him lost, them the, lost Tampa Bay the game in the divisional round. So getting a pass rush without blitzing is key. And I think getting takeaways will be very big for this Bengals defense. I mean, the Rams offense, we've seen at times, they've been prone to turning the ball over. I mean, that's how they were able to let the Bucks come back. <clears throat> I mean, if Joukowsky Tart just catches that ball, we might be looking at a different NFC champion. Yeah. So it's, that's the key for the game. They forced seven turnovers in this playoffs and have had at least one interception in every playoff game. And with Stafford, we've seen his INTs usually come in bunches. Yeah, I, I think you hit it right on the head, especially starting with your first um, your first take with uh, 
the generating pressure without blitzing. I, I think that's extremely key. Guys like Trey Hendrickson um, and even Sam Hubbard, um, who had, you know, a, a huge two plays back-to-back um, in that Kansas City game. And one people kind of forget, game. Trey Hendrickson, he, he hasn't been fully healthy. And now he's, he's had a two-week break heading into this game. And like you said, he's been by far one of the best free agency signs. So if he can get started, I mean, this – it, it, and I love Andrew Whitworth. I think he's good, but I mean, I, he's kind of older and you hate to say, oh, age is, age is when factor, but Trey Henderson, he's young. Um, and obviously I, he won't be on Andrew Whitworth's side the whole time. Um, but I, I, I think w- what you said without, with not pressuring, because the problem is if you blitz, then you're leaving the one-on-one with Cooper Cup, OBJ, Vance Jefferson, um, guys like that. And, and I'm even saying Vance Jefferson, because we've seen him at times blow by guys he for 50, 50 yard yeah. touchdowns. So I, 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 you said it perfectly with, with, I mean, still blitz, but you don't want to blitz so much where you're leaving your corners, especially guys like Eli Apple one-on-one to get burned. Most likely he'll probably be on OBJ. Um, So I I think that's a good point. And another guy that I I really like, and I I feel like he gets no love is DJ Reader. I think DJ Reader has been an absolute beast. Thank you. Um, He's not a guy that he's not a sexy name, like DJ Reader, like an Aaron Donald where you're like, man, that, that dude is, you could tell, but um, according to PFF, he's the sixth highest defensive tackle. um, And he's the, third highest versus the run. And, and, and I, I think that's, that's a very key. And he's actually the highest rated nose tackle um, in all of the NFL this season. And if a guy like DJ reader can, can really up, up, um, disrupt the, the middle of that offensive line and you let guys like Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson come on that outside one-on-one, it, it could be a long day. It could be a long day for Stafford, especially if they can't get that run game started with DJ reader, really shooting it down. And I hate to, jump to the Rams real quick, but Cam Akers, he, he has made some, you know, he, he has, he's coughed up the ball a few times. It's been um, shaky. Yeah. It's been shaky. And so if you can got, if you can force turnovers like that, and we we've mentioned turnovers are key. I mean, the way they're going to win this game, if, if, if you're the Bengals, you have to force at least two turnovers. I think, I think that's a key. You got to at least, whether that be in the air or the ground, you got to force turnovers because if you don't, this Rams team is going to capitalize, you know, especially yeah. you cannot have those, the, those silly drops and stuff like that. So, I mean, I mean, that's what I really take away from this Bengals defense. Yeah. Cause, and we'll get more to the Rams run game when we talk about the Rams, but from a defensive standpoint, I'm also interested to see what happens. Cause Kansas city was gashing them in the past. They were getting no pass rush. And then at halftime, as you talked about in the last podcast, they went to eight defensive backs and only brushed yeah. three pass rushers. That really worked for them. It but at the, at the same time, the chiefs didn't want to get away from their scripts and they just kept throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. They didn't really run the ball that much in the second half, which I think was a critical mistake in their loss. So we'll see if they start doing that technique and only sending three guys, will that open up more lanes for the Rams to run and will they take advantage? Of course. Speaking of advantages, let's talk about some Bengals advantages. I have three. Number one, and I think the biggest one is you have Joe Shiesty. (laughs) No matter the matchups, no matter the mismatches, no matter all the things you can talk about in favor of the Rams, the Bengals have Joe Shiesty, and he and I, I think it's official. We can only call him Joe Shiesty because according to that, or video, Joe Brr, or Joe Cool. Just, I mean, it seemed like he preferred Joe Shiesty. So he I did feel say like, that. Yes, of I, I feel like we might just have to stick with Joe Shiesty. Okay, well, this this man has lived up to the name because I don't think he's lost a big game in his career. And despite well, all the all how all, how bad the offensive line is, he finds a way to win. I mean, he got sacked nine times. He found a way to win. He's down twenty-one-three at Arrowhead versus Mahomes. He finds a way to win. So no matter the matchups, you got to feel comfortable with having Joe Burrow. Yeah. They also have another – or go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. I'll say they also have another, another clutch man, Mr. Shooter McPherson. Evan McPherson, the kicker. I think that's a big advantage for them. I mean, he's led the league in 50-yard kicks. 
proven to be one of the most clutch kickers in the league just in his rookie season. I mean, he sent the Bengals to the AFC Championship game. He sent them to the Super Bowl. Will he send them to the promised land? I don't know, but it's a very nice safety blanket for the Bengals to have uh, when you have three points in your pocket um, when you cross the 50-yard line. And then I think another big thing is the Bengals are playing with nothing to lose. They really are. Like, I don't, I really think there's not that much pressure on the Bengals to win this game. I mean, yes, it's a Super Bowl, so obviously there's pressure, but like, they're ridiculously young. As you mentioned earlier, they're not supposed to be here. No one thought they would be. And I don't think there's, they, they're here too early. We all knew they were going to be good, but we didn't think it would happen this quickly. We all know they have one of the best futures in the NFL. So I think you can go out there and play loose, play like themselves, and really lay it, lay it all on the line without having anything to lose because I don't think they've already far and away passed their expectations. So I, I don't think it would be like a catastrophic thing if they lose compared to the Rams. Yeah, I think all three advantages I, I couldn't agree with more. I think the, the biggest one being you have nothing to lose. I mean, I mean, it, it's a lot different for the Rams or they've done a lot, but we'll talk about that in a sec. But I mean, we, we talked about earlier in the season, I talked about earlier in the season about the Bengals. I mean, this, this team really, I said they're good, but you got to give them another two years. <laughs> they're already here in the Super Bowl. Um, I'll just add one more advantage. I, I, I'm not a big fan of this Rams secondary. I, I, as great as Jalen Ramsey is, I, I, I mean, he's a phenomenal corner. There's, there's no wrong about that. But he can't guard three receivers at one time. And, and, I, and I think that is a big advantage they have. And obviously that comes with pass protection, allowing your receivers to get time to get open. Um, but guys like T. Higgins, guys like Tyler Boyd, I, I really do love those guys. And I think they're kind of a scary matchup. If I'm looking at I know Darius Williams – is good, but he's definitely struggled this year. And they don't really have another guy in, like you mentioned, um, my, I think it's Mike Scott, Nick Scott, Nick, Nick Scott. Scott. Yeah. Um, he's played well, but it's, it's, he's played it's well, but you got guys like Tyler Boyd and T Higgins who've shown they could be a hundred yard uh, receivers at times. And so I think that is another big advantage. And, and that's some, something if, if, if Burrow's able to get time, that's what scares me because these guys know how to get open and they're dangerous once they get the ball. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. However, there are some disadvantages for the Bengals as well that I want to point out. Number one, obviously, I'm not going to spend too much time. It's the offensive line. We all know it's bad and the matchup that they have. And two, I think it's the lack of experience, which you alluded to a little earlier, where they only have one player on the roster that has Super Bowl experience. I don't think that's the biggest thing. I think more importantly, there's a huge lack of experience just organizationally in this point. No one in that organization has been to a Super Bowl. So it's... I mean, yes, Zach Taylor was on Sean McVay's staff, but there isn't much of that big game experience. There's also from the, the top down, like moving everything and staying in the hotels and being here in Southern California for two weeks. Like no one on that team is experienced like that compared to the Rams. So I think, will that have an effect on the game? I don't know, but I think lack of experience is something definitely that isn't going to help the Bengals. Yeah, and I think we touched on it earlier. I think to me, to to kind of get rid of that disadvantage if you have it is just getting comfortable early. You know, like not not yeah. like you you mentioned, not forcing things, making the game simple in the beginning. Obviously, you could take your deep shots here and there, but making everyone comfortable because, like you mentioned, I mean, none of these guys have, and and it's not just the game. I mean, you you're going through a whole experience. I mean, you come exactly. to Southern California for a week, you're practicing at UCLA. You know, you're, you you might have been from L, you might be from LA, you might have gone to LA, but. There's, there's, there's this pressure that's on you because you, you got to uphold this status and, and, and all that. So I think, and especially for young guys, like you got Jamar Chase, T Higgins, especially guys on the offense and defensive. I, I, I agree. I, th- I think there's, there's pressure, but at the same time, you got to think of it as any other game. It, it, it might be the Super Bowl, but you're, you're still playing the same game that you've been playing since you were a kid. I mean, it, it, you, you got, you got 60 minutes to go win a football game. That's all you got to do. Um, and yeah. so, and I think if you keep that mentality and not, 
you know, I mean, it, take it in because it, it's a moment it's a that you might not yeah. ever experience again. <laughs> but um, just go play football. I mean, that, that's as simple as, as, as you could say. All right. There's our Bengals. Let's get over to these Rams, the home team. Actually, technically, on paper, they're the, the away team. team. But they're the home team. They're playing in L.A. They're playing in their stadium. Uh, so to get here, they beat their division rival in the Cardinals. Then they had to go on the road against Tampa. They got the dub there. And then they were able to edge out and end their losing streak against the San Francisco 49ers to get to the, NS- or the uh, Super Bowl. So let's talk about offense. Keys to the game offensively. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. The Triple Crown winner is on the verge of completing probably the greatest season by a wide receiver we've ever seen if the Rams can win the Super Bowl. I mean, you got the Triple Crown winner. You almost are – you're like second all-time in receiving in a single season, and you come away with a Super Bowl win. I don't know what could top that. He should have been MVP. He been, no, it should have been Brady. Topic for another time. I mean, he makes this offense go. You need a third down conversion, Cooper Cup. You need a clutch TD, a TD in the red zone, Cooper Cup. It doesn't matter who you have. Cooper Cup is going to have his way. I mean, people have said like, oh, just double teamed up. No, Sean McVay and Cooper Cup are so good at scheming. Cooper Cup is a smart player. Sean McVay is one of the smartest coaches in the league. They know how to get him open and get him the ball, probably better than any other receiver in the NFL. So, I mean, that's him alone is a key, key to the game. I mean, he... He's been the guy in all the other playoff games, and he's going to be the guy in Super Bowl 56. Yeah, I, I want to bring up a cool like thing that I, I thought of, and, and this is from earlier when Cooper Cup was coming to the league. He, he said he modeled his game or modeled some of his game after Devontae Adams. Um, and so when Devontae Adams played the Bengals this year, well, he had 11 receptions for 206 yards and a touchdown. So I, I, I know obviously Cooper Cup isn't Devontae Adams, but I just think it's funny how you know he models his game. So do we expect another you know type of – performance from Cooper Cup I, I think it's, it's very viable that it could happen but I think if you're the Bengals and you know OBJ's had a good postseason I think you have to make them go to OBJ I think you have to make Stafford go elsewhere let OBJ beat you let um I mean I, I Tyler Higby beat you Tyler, right? let Van Tyler Jefferson Higby's not playing actually he oh, got ruled right, out sorry. sorry let Van Jefferson beat you let OBJ beat you if they beat you you got to be okay with that you cannot let Cooper Cup even get comfortable because once he gets comfortable, you're done. I mean, once you get comfortable, you're you're done. That's kind of been the story of the season and no one's been able to do it yet. So will the Bengals be able to, I don't know. And I think something that's, that's a key for them. That's kind of been a question mark this entire postseason, maybe even this season is running the football. I mean, it's been the one area of the Rams offense that's sort of been lacking. I mean, Ken Makers since coming back, like amazing story that he was able to came back and come back. I'm super happy for him, but he just, Hasn't found his groove yet. He had a pretty bad game against Tampa Bay where he coughed it up twice. I think Sony Michelle has actually – he's been a nice pickup. He's been probably the most productive back. However, they do get Daryl Henderson back, which I think is not something you could take for granted. McVay said that they're going to run a three-back circuit, and he'll, he's just going to go with whoever is hot. So it could be Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, uh, Daryl Henderson. So you have a lot of opportunities, to, <laughs> per se, to, to run the football. And – I think that's key, just getting the pass rushers off, taking out off of Stafford. Um, and I think probably the biggest key for the game is no turnovers. We've talked about this with the Rams. They've been turnover prone. It was a key for the Bengals defensively for me, for them to get turnovers. Offensively for the Rams, it has to be to stop turnovers. I mean, I predict the Rams are probably going to be up early to start this game off. And they can't let the Bengals come back in terms of getting takeaways. I mean, it's probably one of the biggest weaknesses of Stafford's game, the way he turns the ball over. He led the league 
or was tied for the league lead in interceptions with 17. Uh, the Rams, they're going to have to play mistake-free football because we know that Joe Burrow will capitalize on the other end if they don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you kind of hit everything on the head. Um, but I, I'll just, you know, I'll mention one thing, and, and, and you mentioned it, is getting off, starting off hot, right? Starting off hot, getting off early, but it's not just starting about, you got to continue that, 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 offense that we see in the first and second quarter like look at the Tampa game right they started I mean super super hot I mean even for three quarters and then you let the Buccaneers kind of get back in the game this is a team that we've already seen in the Bengals where they might be down they're going to come back and they, and they did it in Arrowhead so if they can do an Arrowhead they can do it in SoFi Stadium so I I, I think if you're the if, if you're the you know the Rams obviously you might not start hard but if you can start hot but you have to continue that you have to, you can't be, you know, content with, Oh yeah, we have 21 points in the first half. We're good. No, you, you're not good. You, you, you have to, you continue, you know, your offensive push, because like I said, we, we've seen the Bengals, you know, come back. Maybe, maybe it won't happen, but you, you, you can't risk it. Cause it's once again, Joe Shiesty and you know, exactly. you, you never know what he's going to do. All right, let's go on to the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think this one's obvious and it's pass rush. I mean, again, you want to talk about the biggest storyline here it is you can see by how much we've talked about it already that it is the biggest storyline uh and it's been the Rams D-line versus the Bengals offensive line and that they're going to feast on them and all this but the time for talk is over it's got to actually happen it's got to come to fruition 99 40 and 54 have to show up and blow this game up for the Rams I mean Vaughn Miller has done it before when it was him and Demarcus Ware they were weapons of mass destruction in Super Bowl 50 they need a similar performance from AD and Vaughn Miller in this Super Bowl I mean Paul Miller was talking about it, how like he was sort of the young gun and DeMarcus Ware was the older guy that could get, that was like the veteran. Now it's strange and not to say Aaron Donald's not a veteran, obviously, but Vaughn Miller's more than DeMarcus Ware and Aaron Donald is more than Vaughn Miller. So they have to get pass rushed. It, it can't just be all talk. You actually have to get home. And I think they're, they, they got to look at this and say, Hey, if the Titans can get nine sacks, so can we, that's something I want to do here. And I think they need to make the Bengals one-dimensional. If you can shut down Joe Mixon, take this running game out of it, that's when your pass rush can just start to tee off on this Bengals offensive yeah. line, really start to hit Burrow, make him uncomfortable. Because we saw what happened in the Tennessee game is they were sacking him because the run game wasn't getting going that much. And then the run game got going in the second half and it took a lot of pressure off Joe Burrow. They were able to win that game. If you can make Joe Burrow throw it 50 plus times, you're going to win the game. Yeah, I, I think stopping the run, and, and you, you could say for both sides, um, and, yeah. and not really the Rams side stopping the run, but yeah, I, I think you got to stop the run. Um, you, you, making any team one-dimensional, especially a team like, you know, a, a young team with a young quarterback, a young, you know, head coach, making that one team dimensional and really having them to make halftime adjustments and, and great adjustments, and they, and they did in the KC game, but can we see that? you know, in, 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 in a consecutive time and in, in really making them change their whole offense and how they do mid game is, is going to be a big key. Cause like you said, if, if you let this run game get going and you let Burrow get comfortable, you're going to have a long day, right? You're, yeah. you're going to have a long day. It's going to be tough. And I, like you alluded to, I mean, guys like Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, you're, you're going to have to generate pressure. You know, we, we, we've been hearing it for God. I mean, it's gotta be two weeks now of, the Bengals don't have a good offensive line. The Rams have to. The Rams are going to have a field day. You got to show up now, right? I mean, there's there's all this talk of, you, I mean, they're phenomenal players, and there's no getting away from it. But now you got to show up. Now you got to put in the work and and really, you know, show what everyone's been talking about for the past yeah. two weeks. I think they'll do it. I I I think I think 
not maybe to the extent of nine sacks, but I, I think there will be pressure generated, um, especially from Aaron Donald, especially from Von Miller, who's had himself a good postseason so far, and Leonard Floyd, um, another guy. And, and then defensively, and, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, is with uh, the Rams secondary. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. I think they're <laughs> – you're going to have to make ways of making it tough on, on, on all these receivers and not just Jamar Chase because obviously Jamar Jalen will probably be for the most part on Jamar. So – you don't want to say you have it on wraps, but I mean, J- Jalen's one hell of a corner. So I-, I feel like he has the good advantage there, but really making it hard for T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, because like we alluded to, those are two guys for the Bengals who are going to have to make plays. So if you can stop them and really just complete, I mean, that would shut down the offense. I mean, that would completely shut down the offense. If you take away those two guys and say, okay, Chase, you're going to have to go win a matchup against Jalen Ramsey every single drop, every single yeah, we think I think he can. It's not like Jalen Ramsey's invincible. Like, Chase can definitely have his way if he wants, but it's it's just a key matchup. I mean, that's, that's yeah. why it's called the key matchup because it could go either way. Um, but I'm going to talk about some Rams advantages now, and I think you'll kind of see a little bit of a, a parallel between the disadvantages and advantages for the Bengals. I think they kind of correlate here. Um, so something that the Bengals had as a disadvantage, I have an advantage for the Rams, and that is Super Bowl experience. Sean McVay will get a second crack at the Super Bowl after laying an egg in Super Bowl 53. Uh, and not only does his coaching staff have a lot of experience, the players do as well. You got some big players on this team that have Super Bowl experience. AD, Vaughn Miller, Sony Michelle, uh, Andrew Whitworth was there with the Rams as well. Um, so just having that, that knowledge, you, you know where you went wrong. You've been through all the media the whole week knowing what what it's all about to be in the Super Bowl, you can just feel a lot more comfortable this week. And speaking of comfortability, another key is they're at home. For the second time in NFL history, back-to-back years, we have um, a home Super Bowl team in the Rams. I mean, I think there's a lot to take away from that they've been in their own homes and their own beds this entire week. They've been in their own city. They know the traffic patterns. They know where they want to go. They don't have to deal with family. And you're playing in your own stadium. Everyone talks about how in the Super Bowl, you want to keep the week as normal as possible as it's just another game. And for you to be able to just stay in your own city, play in your own stadium and do that, I think that's definitely something to look at there. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, you're hitting every single one on the, on the head with this. I mean, your, your notes are fantastic, this, this podcast. I, I think you said it all right. I mean, McVay has experience. That's that's a huge advantage. He's, He's, he's not been a quarterback coach. He's literally been the head coach for the team. He's, he's experienced it, and he's experienced a lot. He knows the adversity that you have to go through to win these type of games. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I mean, it helps that you're in L.A., so you really don't have to travel. You're here in L.A. You don't got to do a lot. You know, obviously, you said the traffic patterns, and, you know, you, you can see your family. You could take a break from them. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I don't know really any other advantages, but besides – you got this defensive line and, and we keep repeating it and repeating it, but you have this defensive line and now it's just, they got to show up and, and I think they will, but I mean, they just have to show up because it's all talk right now. It's all talk. We can, we can talk about it all we want, but when it comes to three 30 uh, tomorrow on Sunday afternoon, that is when it matters. All this talk goes away and, and you really got to show up and, and I think they will, but once again, you got to show up. And I, but I do think that's a big advantage um, obviously with, you know, two future Hall of Famers um, in Arizona and Miller. All right, let's talk about a disadvantage, and it's the, the opposite of an advantage for the Bengals. And I think there's a lot more pressure on the Rams to win this game. I mean, by far. The Rams have basically assembled the Avengers, and they had to pay a King's ransom to do so. And so everything they've done with giving up all these picks, acquiring all this proven talent in the NFL, it's come down to this. 
This is the expectation for the Rams when they've made all these moves and it has to pay off. I mean, you, you've given up your future. I don't think you have a draft pick to like 2024 or whatever it is, or a first yeah. round draft pick, excuse me. So I don't, I don't think they have a second round for like a few years. Exactly. Like you've given up your future for this, especially yeah. going into next year when you got guys who are going to be free. Like Vaughn Miller might leave. You got Odell Beckham. Yes, he did say he might take a pay cut, but you have key players from this run, Sony Michelle, who might not be on the team this year. The time is now. You're in your home stadium. This is more of a game that the Rams have to win. If the Rams win this, it's like, okay, good. That's what it's, what's expected. And then the Bengals lose. It's like, that's fine. You had an outstanding season. No one expected you to be here. You're going to be back. I can't say that the Rams are going to be back because we don't know. So I think that that's definitely going to be play a part in this. If the Rams have more pressure to win. Does that help them? Does that hurt them? Time will only tell. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. I, I think ever since Stafford was traded, it went from the mentality of, Oh, we're contenders to, Oh, we're a Super Bowl team. I mean, th- th- this yeah. is a team that must win the Super Bowl because look, you made it with golf. And you showed that you could make it with golf. And now you got a lot better quarterback in Stafford. So it's like, we already went to the Super Bowl with golf. Now we just got to go win the Super Bowl. And, and, and so it really changed the mentality there uh, for the Rams. And yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think, I think the, the, the pressure on them is, is, is skyrocketing. And I, th- I think for McVay and especially the front office of the Rams, you've made all these moves. Um, and to get all these guys, like, you know, you said that they, they assembled the Avengers practically, uh, with all this talent they had got on the offense, on the defense, um, uh, bringing in guys like OBJ Von Miller over the season, you just got to win. <laughs> and, and, and I think if you don't, obviously there's a bunch of ifs and, and if they don't win it, you look at it and say, wow, that was probably almost as worse as the Nets. Um, uh, but like, <laughs> This is your time. I mean, you, you don't know how many more times you're going to get a crack at it. You don't know how many t- more times you're going to have a roster this talented. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and you're at home. I mean, it's like you're at home. You have a talented roster. You might not be the home team, but you're in L.A. I mean, you're, you're practically the home team. Who the cares situation could not get more perfect for you to win. Could not get more perfect. You're not going to get another situation like this. Um, you just got to go win it. And, go and, win. And, and, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, I think – I wouldn't say that the pressure is a huge disadvantage. I think – depending how they attack the pressure and how they, you know, deal with the pressure is it, it, it could be a disadvantage or advantage, you know, I, I, it, but I do see how we, we could say. I, I think you said that perfectly. It, it's depend, depending on how they curate that. We'll see what, yeah. how it plays out. Let's just talk about the injuries real quick. There's some key ones, especially at the tight end position. So CJ Uzama was listed as questionable, but he is actually likely to play after spraining his MCL in the uh, AFC championship game. That's a huge addition to have back for the Bengals is getting that Joe Burrow safety blanket in CJ Uzama back. So he will probably play. Uh, Daryl Henderson will be back. As I mentioned, Sebastian Joseph day for the Rams, who has missed a lot of this season. will be back. He actually had a really good year on the defensive line last year. And Tyler Higby is out, which is a key injury because he has been a very key piece of this Rams offense, which leads me to someone who I think will be an unsung hero in this game. And that's Kendall Blanton the fourth string tight end for the Rams. He had to come in. He had to come in last week when Higby got hurt and he posted five catches for 57 yards. He was a good safety blanket for Matt Stafford. He caught a touchdown in the, um, the Tampa Bay game. So he's been, he's, as you said, he's had a good postseason, And I think he can be that safety blanket for Matt Stafford. That will kind of be someone that we're not really talking about that could have a, a key role in this game. All right. So let's get to a part that we care about. 
Okay. Uh, because we, we, we could do all this talk. We could talk for 30, 40, we could talk for 24 hours about this because that's I think it's many storylines. I mean, that's how many storylines there is, but we are finally here. We we've talked about the Bengals. We've talked about the Rams. We've talked about the advantages. We talked about the disadvantages. We talked about the injuries. We've talked about the storylines. We've talked about everything. And now we're here at the end of this podcast. There's only one thing found to do. I think, I think it's pretty our simple. Final, our final picks of the year. Of the 2022 NFL oh, season. I mean, 2021. 20, well, 2021, 2022. All right. So I want to hear your pick. Get some music. Like when, when we do this, let's get some music. You know? dun, 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 dun. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I want to hear your pick. Obviously, why, like what, what, what your prediction for the game is. Give me your Super Bowl MVP as well. I want to hear that. I've been riding with them all postseason. I've been riding with them all postseason. And, you know, I love L.A. And it would be awesome if they won. But I, That's what you I got to stick with Joe Shiesty and the Bengals because I've been riding with them. I've been riding with them. And I'm going to take it 34 to 31. I think you talked about earlier, Shooter McPherson is going to win this game like he's done for the past okay. two games. He's going to win it with a game-winning field goal. Maybe not, maybe not ending seconds, but, you know, the game-winning field goal um, and, and to put them up. I'm going to go out here and say Jamar Chase has Super Bowl MVP. Uh, and wow. and I, I think it's interesting. We talked about T. Higgins. We talked about Boyd. But I think, I think Chase is going to step up in the biggest moment of his career so far um, and against – and he's going to show that, you know, it, if there's any doubters left, I mean – I don't know if there's any single doubter left that, that says, oh, wow, you guys made a mistake taking, you know, uh, Chase over Sewell. But I, I think he's, I, I he's going to have one hell of a game, and I think he's going to not go crazy, but I think it's enough to win Super Bowl MVP. Okay, so I can't even tell you the amount of times since Championship Sunday that I've gone back and forth on who I think is going to win. And I'm like, oh, well, they have this matchup and they have this matchup and Joe Burrow. Oh, but the, the Rams defensive line is it's literally spinning through my mind. Who am I going to pick in this game? But do you know whose house it is? Rams house. Whose house? Rams house. I am taking the Rams. They've laid their chips out on the table. And I think it's going to pay off in the form of a Super Bowl W. And the reason why is... It's the old saying, defense wins championships. And if I have to take a defense, I'm going to take the Rams. You have the defensive line. I just don't think that matchup it, – it, you can say what you want, that Joe Burrow can escape, but it's just it's going to be too great for the Bengals to overcome. I think, I think a big key is, is Jalen Ramsey. Of course, you talked about your dislike of the Rams secondary. I think it's very similar to the Bengals secondary in the fact that like they're all all right there. Maybe the Bengals have a few better secondary pieces, but they don't have a guy in Jalen Ramsey who you can say, boom, Island and like take away the tie half of the field. I think that's a key part. However, my Super Bowl MVP is going to be Cooper cup. He is going to be the best wide receiver on the field Sunday. He was the best wide receiver on the field this year. It's going to continue. He won offensive player of the year. I think Andrew Whitworth is going to go out on a Walter Payton man of the year and a ring here. Uh, Matt Stafford, this is obviously a legacy game because I think without a Super Bowl, I don't know if he gets into the Hall of Fame or not. I think with the Super Bowl, that definitely ups his chances. So I got to go with the Rams. Defense wins championships. I think Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, they all have a day. Uh, and then a Cooper Cup, of course. No one's been able to stop him. That's not going to change in this game. Give me the Rams. I just remember the last time you picked against the Bengals. Um, that team is now sitting on the couch watching the Super Bowl. 
So that's all I got to say. But um, anyway, guys, one hell of a show. I, I, oh I think we, we touched on, I mean, every single point you could probably t- could have touched on. Um, and, and with this, there's so many more storylines um, to talk about. But there's not much more to say. The Super say. Bowl is tomorrow. 3.30, 6.30, wherever you live, maybe the 1 a.m. in Australia or whatever. Um, but we are here. We've, we've arrived to our final podcast of the NFL season. Um, and obviously, we're not going to stop. But We got off-season. We'll talk yeah, about we got the season. Don't even, but come on now. Let's just enjoy the game. I, I, I don't know what else more to enjoy say. Enjoy the I mean, halftime show. Are you enjoy kidding the ha- me? I mean, yeah, the halftime shows. Oh, my goodness. They got, that's a more stacked roster than either of these two teams. Like, Jesus Christ. Like. Oh my goodness, it's going to be so much fun. Everyone's going to be there. The stars are out. It's in LA. There's been so much hype. So I'm I'm not I'm big in the Rams. I know you're bringing the Bengals. I'm not really rooting for either. Like I am so happy if either team wins. We've talked about that. I'm taking the Rams though. So, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Enjoy the last game of football this season. It's going to be a great one. Uh we hope you enjoy the podcast and enjoy the Super Bowl.